I'm Chris from Nerd Alert News, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Check out all the other great podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. This is your weekly podcast of all things Magic the Gathering and with a sprinkle of Dungeons and Dragons, along with some other stuff, too. This week, we're going to be talking about a little bit of magic with some D&D sprinkled in there. But I've also got a neat little story for you on my journey to get a Super Nintendo classic that was released last week. I recorded that little bit the day after I got the Super Nintendo Classic, so I hope you enjoy that little bit. It was a lot of fun to do. Actually, the whole friggin' little journey to get the Super Nintendo was a lot of fun. But anyways, uh, before we begin, let's get some ads out of the way here. Well, hey there, Zoe. Why the long face there, chum? I just want to order some magic cards, but the shipping was too expensive. Too expensive? Well, did you know if you go to LegitMTG.com, you can order any magic cards, and anything over $2 or more has free shipping. Wow, free shipping at LegitMTG.com. That's amazing. You heard that right, Zoe. Free shipping at LegitMTG.com with any order over $2 or more. Be sure to visit today and get the best deal on magic singles and magic sealed product available. Wow, that's amazing! So, what's been going on in the world of magic? Me, personally, uh, not much has really been going on. I haven't been playing any magic at all lately. Um, I, if you caught my live stream of opening up Ixalan, Ixlaxen, Ix, whatever, this fucking set, I am so tired of trying to pronounce this stupid set's name. Ixlaxen, Ixalan. Isgalan, Ilaxalan, I, I, I don't fucking know. Izalan, maybe it's Izalan, maybe it's that's how you say it. I don't fucking know. But um, if you saw my live stream of me opening up two booster boxes, a bundle, and the Planeswalker decks, uh, if you missed it, it is up on the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/Zubatron, or search uh, Magic with Zuby uh, in YouTube, and it should pop up for you there. And I had a lot of fun doing that. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, cats did get in the way of it. I, I opened up some good stuff, some decent stuff. Um, nothing that great. You know, I mean, the the total EV for this set is kind of trash. But, eh, I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, other than that, oh, God, I haven't even been, like I said, I haven't played Magic in, feels like forever, man. And it's, I want to play it's getting to that point where it's kind of like you're feeling that itch and you just sort of need to scratch it. You know, you need to put the needle in and, you know, get that fix. And that's how I'm feeling with magic right now. Like I need to get that fix. I mean, it's also, I'm totally not interested in standard right now. I've still got my standard deck post or pre rotation and it still has like the shadows over Innistrad stuff. It's a Jund energy. And I know I could easily update it for Ixalan. Uh, it's standard, but I don't know. I don't know, guys. It's meh. 
the the Star City Games Open Dallas just happened, and I know being first week of standard, it's not indica- indicative of what the actual meta is going to be like, but eh, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm I'm not excited about anything, and I could keep my Jund energy, but I don't know. I'm I think I'm starting to get to a point where the competitive play of magic or maybe maybe it's just standard i'm getting kind of bored of because i want to play modern i want to play legacy but the days that are modern and legacy are played here um either too busy because it's during the week or there's no one ever there and and that shit always kind of sucks because especially like modern modern is played mondays around here and you know, I've got a nine to five Monday through Friday job and I can't be out playing magic until 11 or 12 at night at some game store because, you know, unfortunately I'm an old man. So by 10 o'clock, I'm pretty much in bed except on the weekends and shit. But mm, what are you going to do? Not much. Um, look, like I said, looking at the open the star city open for Dallas. I'm not seeing a whole lot of fucking anything actually. I mean, if you look at the top eight, we've got four energy decks, two approach decks, mono red and Esper gif. And while the four energy decks, two of them are four color and the other two is salt eye. But I mean, come on, let's all be honest with ourselves here. They're all pretty much the same. Just get shit ton of energy, get a board presence and, sweep the leg with it you know i mean it's not much difference and of course the new hot card right now is the scarab god which is going in everything and it's just a ridiculous amount of money i mean star city has it for 45 bucks let's see what tcg player has it as that's oh god it's it's sickening almost it's just that much money yes i already have some but still it's stupid. Um, come on, pull up, yeah. Pull up, come on. And it's forty bucks on TCG Player. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> you know, Nicol Bolas God Vero took a hard hit. It was averaging about twenty bucks. Now it's down to about ten. So, what are you gonna do? I mean, I don't know. I'm just. I kind of just want to play modern legacy and some cube, you know, I still haven't finished, um, getting all the new cards for the 180 for the 180 cards that I'm adding to the cube. Uh, I'm more than halfway there living on a prayer and I've got 23 cards left. And of course they're the most expensive and I've just been lazy about buying them. In fact, I've been lazy about a lot of stuff lately. There was, um, I was looking, uh, the kid and I were, gonna start sorting all the cards because i haven't sorted cards since went shadows of Ernestrad and up you know like sorted by color and all that stuff and god there's just i have too much crap there there's definitely going to be an effort in reducing the amount of physical magic cards i have i'm gonna i think i'm gonna really take a hard look and start selling off a lot of the crap i just took apart my modern elves deck and sold off a lot of the pieces like Cavern of Souls and a lot of the expensive lands and all that stuff and the other expensive pieces. Because 
I'm just not playing it anymore. I haven't played it in maybe a year. I mean, in terms of like actually taking it to a tournament. Yeah, I did some casual play with it, but eh, I don't really care about that. And I don't want to sell my legacy deck. Hell no. No, no, no. Because it's my only legacy deck. I'm not going <laughs> to. And I doubt that I'm ever going to spend money on another legacy deck because dual lands are so ridiculously expensive. It's so stupid how expensive some of this shit is. Yeah, can I afford it? Of course I can go and buy, you know, a $300 card and or $500 card. Of course I can, but I don't want to. It's uh, it's getting to a point where it's the principle of the matter where this game is getting a little bit too expensive. I and I'm starting to enjoy more of the casual aspect of EDH where you know, it, it really EDH all really depends on the players you play with, of course, but and also Cube. Cube is a hell of a lot of fun. It's just trying to keep up in the competitive scene, even though I am planning on going to Grand Prix Atlanta uh, next month and and just doing the infinite side challenges playing competitively in a sense. I'm not doing the main event or anything, but it is going to be all comp REL. But I mean, even after that, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. It's I'm taking, like I said, I'm taking a hard look and going to start selling off some of these cards that I have some more valuable cards that I'm just, I'm not doing anything with. And one, they're taking up space. I've got so much bulk that I need to get rid of. And I just need to find places that are going to buy this bulk. I mean, I know I can ship it to places, but God damn, the shipping on that can get expensive. Um, it's, it's just not worth it with the amount of money I'll get back in the bulk. So it's just, I don't know. It's not that I'm falling out of love with magic. It's just, I'm kind of falling out of love with the money grind. And I, I will say granted, you know, with this podcast, I am fortunate enough to where I don't really have to buy sealed product anymore unless I'm drafting, you know, if I'm going to a store and drafting. So I'm definitely thankful for that. It's, it's more of just the keeping up with the Joneses it, mentality is getting a little bit old and keeping up with the latest standard. And I know I get this kind of attitude almost every time a standard rotation happens because it's, you know, all that money you spent on certain decks are just out the window now. And luckily, the current deck I have now, the Jund Energy, I wouldn't need to spend a lot to convert it over to, you know, current Ixlaxon, Ixalan, whatever the fuck, however you fucking say it, uh, in it to make it, you know, standard legal, but I'm just not interested in doing it. I mean, I know there's going to come a standard deck that I'm going to be excited to play. I know that I'm probably going to build it, but right now it's, I don't know, it's, I think I just want to stick with drafting maybe and um, stuff like that. Maybe just stick with some more casual formats like Commander for a little bit and just really start selling some of this bulk off and some of my rare cards too. It's it's just not worth keeping it anymore because I'm just I'm not, I'm just not going to play it. And you know th there were times during my illustrious Magic playing. Um, well, not even really magic playing, but just, you know, being a part of this game where I wanted to collect one of every single card and not that I couldn't do it. 
it's just it's just such a waste of money and i i've got plans that i really want to set in motion in terms of financial financially and you know selling off a lot of these magic cards can help me achieve those goals you know and just to try to further you know do what i need to do and do what i want to do as well too so i mean i know this is maybe sounding all doom and gloom but it's not like i'm going to be quitting magic anytime soon it's i'm still going to be playing it i'm I I might since I'm I'm not really interested in FNMs, but I mean I well no I'm not interested in standard FNMs. Maybe I just need to start doing limited FNMs. Find a good place that's just not so fucking far. Ugh, that's the frustrating part. Um, but yeah, like I said, just it just feels like it's getting old, and I just can't keep up with it anymore. I mean, I mean, come on, let, let's be fucking honest here. Most of us that play this, we're just not going anywhere with it. Yeah, it's a hobby and, you know, it's okay to spend money for these hobbies, but it just gets to a point where, and it's probably more of my personality, my obsessive personality. And once I get into something, I get into it. Like I go hardcore deep, especially like getting back into Dungeons and Dragons lately I've been buying all the books, even uh, older edition books, because I want to get them all. And that's different. Books feel a little bit different. Like with Dungeons and Dragons, I don't have to buy anything else. Once I buy that book, you know, that's it. It's not like in three months, you know, a whole new set of books are going to come out, even though new books are coming out. But the books are relatively cheap, 30 to 40 bucks for a book. And boom, that's you know, years and years and years of gameplay. If you want to keep up with magic, you're looking at spending hundreds of dollars every three months just to keep up with it. And it's, it's just not feasible. Um, I'm not turning into a real Debbie downer. I know it's, it's just some shit that's on my mind lately. And it's good to get it out. It's good to get it out there because woo you get it out there. I don't know. But, um, yeah, th- those have been some of my thoughts with magic lately. Like I said, it, I know this is sounding all doom and gloom, but I'm not quitting or anything. It's just, I'm probably going to be n- not playing it as much competitively. Cause I can, uh, and I'm almost tempted to after grand prix Atlanta, probably even selling off my modern and legacy decks too, because it's just wasted money. Just kind of sitting there you know and um it just i don't don't know it's just not good but we'll see we'll see how i feel after after grand prix atlanta i mean hell after grand prix atlanta i could be like oh my god i am gonna be hardcore into magic oh by the way um staying with a buddy up in atlanta and i am planning on bringing Oh fuck! What is it called? A recorder, a recording device. I forget what they call it. Uh, it was the same device we used for VCR gaming to record our trip for the getting the Super Nintendo Classic. And I'm pretty much planning not the whole car ride up there because it's going to be about a seven to eight hour car ride up to Atlanta there and back. I'm planning on talking a lot and recording a lot uh, 
during the car ride to and back and then also during the tournament as well so there's probably going to be a lot of episodes of just me talking in my car uh, especially come you know after grand prix atlanta there's just going to be a lot of content that i'm going to get out there and you know what i hope you guys enjoy it because it's definitely going to be one of those oh god zuby's alone in a car and he's bored and there's just going to be so much shit being talked it's going to be fucking amazing the amount of shit that will be talked the amount of trash content that will be put out so prepare your butts to hear it um i guess that's all i've got to say about magic uh i guess we can just dive into dungeons and dragons real quick here i don't have a whole lot to say about it but um so after last week's episode of talking about the whole mafia campaign i literally the next day or two after i initially recorded it I started thinking, well, you know what? There shouldn't just be these mafia families just smuggling in alcohol. I was reading or no, I think I was watching some mafia documentaries, especially during the prohibition era they were talking about and that they didn't just smuggle in alcohol. You know, that was only one part of the actual you know, amount of money they made, you know, I completely forgot about betting and gambling and how they fixed sporting events for that. And I figured, you know, we need to put that in too. Um, I don't want to put in any of the, you know, brothels and sex work for that because, you know, I I actually do want to try to make this a legit campaign eventually, which, you know, probably won't happen because that's what I do with a lot of projects, but I would kind of like to make it a little bit more PG and not have, you know, a bunch of sex and drugs in it. I mean, I know alcohol is a drug, but I'm not going to really have any other drugs like opiates or whatever else. Um, because I I just want to stick to mainly alcohol and betting and gambling because you know that's that's a big money maker for those um those crime families well that that was that's been really the only other update to that and you know it's haven't really been doing much else i've been so busy guys it's it's been crazy work has been crazy life has been crazy um and it's just it's been especially one of those weeks where I go to sleep and wake up and it feels like I haven't even slept. I mean, I know I did sleep, but just not getting enough sleep or I get woken up in the middle of, of a REM cycle and you just feel tired all day. No no matter what amount of caffeine or coffee you drink, you just cannot get energized. And I feel like I've definitely been feeling like that all week. I've just been fucking tired. And by the time I go home, I just don't want to fucking do anything because <laughs> it's just been insanely crazy at work. And, you know, I kind of m- almost missed the days of having a job where it was such a simple job where you didn't really have to think much and you just sort of mindlessly did your job in a sense. I mean, those jobs, you know, pay absolute shit and the job I'm making or the job I have now, what I'm making is, you know, awesome. It's great. But there are some days where 
I kind of kind of look at, you know, someone who works fast food or something and it's just, God damn, I wish I had your job sometimes just so I don't have to think, but I don't want the, the paycheck that you're getting, you know, cause fuck that. Um, it's just, yeah, just the mindlessness or you, you just, you don't even have to think like I even look at manual labor jobs and sometimes I'm jealous cause it's like you're outside digging a hole. I wish I was doing that right now. Almost kind of sort of, that's why I enjoy doing yard work sometimes like last week, even like last weekend, I just did not want to go outside at all and do any kind of yard work. I've just been, I've been exhausted lately and it's just, yeah, it's showing. It's definitely showing, but all right, that's enough rambling on. Um, next up is my little super Nintendo classic story. And then I'll do Q and a after that. So it's Friday, September 29th. And I've had maybe a couple hours of sleep. Maybe. Um, it's middle of the day right now. Kids are in school and wife went off to Disney for the weekend. So I'm home alone. Uh, it's very rare nowadays that I'm ever home alone. Um, cause you know, family life and kids and all that stuff. So I got, if you, if you haven't been following my Twitter, if you, if you don't follow me on Twitter, do so. Or if you don't, if you don't like or subscribe to my Facebook page, go on there now, facebook.com slash magic or Twitter at magic um, you probably saw that I got a super Nintendo classic and I guess I wanted to reiterate a little bit of <laughs> the journey to get the super Nintendo classic. Um, it, it was pretty funny. So if you've listened to my other podcast, VCR gaming with my other co-host, Matt, uh, AKA killer bees, we, um, we, we've been, as soon as that super Nintendo classic was rumored, we've already been planning. We, we were planning last night or earlier this morning, whatever way you want to go about it. And just to try and get one. So we, we had a plan. We had a plan where I live in Florida. Um, there's a town called Bushnell, which is, you know, some podunk backwards ass town. Um, you know, sorry if I offend anybody that lives there, but it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty small. It's pretty remote compared to where I live. And we had the idea of, we're going to go there at midnight to try to snag some of this stuff because no one's going to be going there. We called all the Walmarts around our area south of us, and they all said they either have like four available or they have none available. Uh, there were no GameStops doing midnight releases or anything like that. And <laughs> so we, oh, so I, I forgot to mention, um, the butler brought along his brother-in-law and his really good buddy, Chris and Vic. And both of them are cops, by the way. Really cool dudes. Uh, really funny as shit, too. So, and we all hop in a car, drive up. God, I felt like it was a fucking teenager again, driving up, you know, to Bushnell. And we get there at the Walmart, like, right before 9 o'clock. Because, or, yeah, yeah, no, no. Because we left at, like, 7.30. Got there at, like, 8, 8.30 or something like that. And... 
Went to that Walmart, spoke to the electronics manager, associate, whatever, and they said, yeah, we just got the, the night truck in, and they have no SNES classics. And we're just like, fuck. Because, you know, we, we'd been calling that Walmart saying, yeah, 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 we're going to get them, you know, the night before and night before. And they they told us when we got there, like, yeah, no, we were supposed to get them. They, they didn't bring them in the truck. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, they could have been completely lying to us, but we had to go by their word. And... So we started calling Walmarts all around the area, you know, back down by us again. Uh, that are and this Walmart that we went to is not like a high traffic area Walmart at all. So, and we we called some Walmarts in the surrounding area, and we had to travel to a town called Leesburg, which is about eighty miles away from us. Um. It wasn't 80 miles where we currently were, but it's 80 miles from where we live. And we called them up and they said, yeah, we've got 20 units available and there's only four people in line right now. So you better get here quick. So we we basically walked as fast as we could out the store into the car, jumped in and drove off. Draw. So that was that was our that was the start of our journey that we were, um, you know, just getting in the car and you know we were all just excited and you know just all bullshitting with each other telling stories um cops have a lot of good stories to tell of just (laughs) man cops they can be fucking twisted and it's and i guess in a way they have to have a dark sense of humor because it's probably the only way they can deal with the bullshit and the dregs of society that they see every day you know and I I know a lot of people give cops shit you know there's especially with the whole political climate there's reasons to give cops shit you know police brutality all that stuff racism blah 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 I I get that I understand that but just the day-to-day stuff that cops have to go through dealing with people man fuck I guess the only thing you can do is have a sense of humor about it because you, you, the stories they were telling us, not only there were some funny stories of, you know, crackheads and meth dealers and all that shit they're going through. But then you just hear the terrifying stories of what parents do to children or whatever, or, or just, oh my God, just, I don't even want to repeat some of the, I, some of the shit they were telling me because it's, it's fucking humanity just can be so fucked up sometimes but anyways i don't want to get too dark on this here um <laughs> little bit of a tangent there so we we get to leesburg we go to the walmart there um looked pretty empty and we we just haul ass back to electronics and they said yeah the line is forming over by the layaway section right by toys and we saw just four people there it took us about 30 minutes maybe a little bit over 30 minutes to drive there and we got there a little bit after nine and we just stood there and waited until midnight um it felt like it was going so slow but all four of us we were just bsing with each other talking and holy shit let me tell you there are some fucking mutants there (laughs) Oh man, just Leesburg. Yeah, that's um. You want to talk about a backwards ass place? Leesburg is definitely it, man. Holy shit! There's we're driving down roads, and 
the the closer we were getting to this Walmart, we're just thinking to ourselves, how the hell does this Walmart have any kind of units when we're driving in the middle of fucking nowhere, it felt like at some places to get to this place. And it's it's like empty where when we were in Bushnell, it's you know, there are other stores and restaurants and shit everywhere and you know, especially over by us, it's, you know, big residential areas and all that stuff. We were just getting where it's like, near, 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 fucking deliverance was going to happen. It's that sort of shit where you're just like, uh, am I going to get stabbed while walking out here? Or am I going to get poached? Or, you know, someone has a bear trap laying and wait for me and they're just going to fucking string me up or some shit. <laughs> That's the kind of shit we were dealing with here. Just, oh God, are we going to get fucking jacked? act and just like i said some of the dregs of humanity and mutants that were there just waiting in line and you're just the kind of people you would normally never associate with outside in reality um were just there and it's just i swear there was one guy there okay I, i'm not gonna especially mock his physical appearance but i am gonna mock his physical appearance just his knee this guy's knee like everywhere it's i mean he he looked like your average mutant but <laughs> his his knee i mean like like no, nothing else looked deformed about him or anything but his knee it was it was so fucking bizarre when he because because we were just talking to everybody in line and all that shit we had three hours to kill there was nothing else to do except talk to people so so this guy like he was when he was facing towards us his knee looked normal and then when he would turn and is you know turning to a side profile it looked like he had two knees on one knee just like what the fuck i mean it could have been an abscess or some shit but it was just it was just really weird um the 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 guy in the front of the line he was all motherfucking proud to be number one and all this shit like i've been waiting you know since five o'clock in the afternoon here and blah, blah blah i'm like cool story bro i don't care you know whatever and then there was a um a younger kid i think he was 15 16 super excited about super nintendo class he was just going on and on like genuinely excited and he was actually a really cool kid uh, genuinely excited because he'd never played Super Nintendo and all that stuff. He got the NES Classic last year. Super excited to play it, and now he's going to be getting a SNES Classic and super excited to play those games. And, you know, it, it that that's the kind of stuff I like seeing because th this is the sort of thing this product was made for, was for people like that to be able to play those games. Yes, I know all about emulators and ROMs. Trust me, I've been doing that a long time ago. All right, emulating games and all that stuff but it's there's something about having an official product from nintendo with official licensed roms that you know hey i'm not pirating cool i own them you know because some of the games on there i've never owned i may have rented or played on the computer but now it's like i can try to play it on the closest emulated type of hardware that's out there and um it just plays really nice and you know um so and then, and then there were a few other people behind us. They were cool. Um, man, there were some shady looking motherfuckers, though. I swear. And I, I seriously, like, I'm glad I went with a group because, especially with two cops. I mean, when when they're in civilian clothes, they obviously you can't tell they're cops at all. They look like average guys. But there were some shady motherfuckers. There was this one guy. He just all of a sudden went to the 
front of the line and all that stuff just stood there for a little bit it wasn't saying much wearing like this trucker hat you could see a big ass knife hanging in the back of his pants um he had it sheathed and it was just like is this motherfucker just gonna start stabbing people when the snes classics are coming out and and he he just he was mean mugging everybody and we're just like Oh, fuck. I don't really want to start shit. And the two cops, of course, are just like fucking eyeing this guy. Like, what the fuck is he going to do? Fuck is he going to do? You know, they're trying to play it cool, not not really pay attention to him. But, you know, fucking it's it's fucking Leesburg, right? Leesburg, Florida. Look it up. It's, you know, podunk little poor ass town. Um, And then we just saw a few other guys just same, same sort of shit. I mean, the different guys just walking up and just mean mugging people and just looking oh god it was it was fucking kind of creepy so at one point the walmart clerk came out and told everybody hey we only have 20 units you know he counted out we our group my group of buddies we were numbers five wait five six seven eight we were five through eight in line and then they he counted up to 20 he's like all right everybody's only getting one unit each Anybody, you know, anybody past 20, you're not getting any. We don't have enough. I'm sorry. You know, come again another time. And there was about five or six people behind the 20th person. They were, you know, all like, well, this is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I'm sure you got more in the bag, you know, da, 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 da. And I just told them like, hey, no, you know, you guys should just go because we don't have any. You know, we're probably not getting another shipment until later today or something like that. And they, they were just not having it. They, they didn't want to believe the guy. So when it came time to actually getting the SNES Classic, they were still waiting in line, just thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to get one. And so our plan was when we all got the SNES Classic, we were all just going to leave together because, like I said, some of those shady motherfuckers were still wandering around the store. We could see them. We're just like, oh, shit. When, all right, all right, we're all going to go as a group, and we're just going to fucking just hightail it out of there. And probably the scariest part, I mean, it wasn't really scary, but j- definitely fucking shadiest part of all that is we're walking out to Butler's car and this Oldsmobile from the fucking 1970s just sort of rolls up right next to us and this guy looked like a fucking complete meth head fucking meth crackhead whatever the fuck just sort of idles by slowly right by us just watching us just like what the fuck and then just you know, just drives off and it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? And we're just, and I just tell her, like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's just go. Cause holy shit, there's just fucking mutants and crazies and just, <laughs> so we just hightailed it out of there. And yeah, we got home. Um, we got back to his house cause it was 70 miles away, 70, 80 miles away. We got back to his house by 1.30, 1.40, something like that. And I hung out with him for probably like five, ten minutes or something. Came back home, um, hooked it all up to my TV, played some Secret of Mana, and fell asleep around 3.30 or so. And woke up bright-ass early at 5.30 because my alarm went off. Tried to go back to sleep and been up since 6, 6.30 or so. And I'm, I'm definitely at that point where you're a little fucking tired, where it's just a little bit, um, you know, you're kind of awake and dream. I want to know. No, I'm not. I'm not that that at. Am I dreaming? But I'm still awake type. But I'm definitely getting there. 
Um, so I, I love the thing. SNES Classic. It's it's such a cute little device. It's um really really cool device. Super small too. Um, about the same size as the NES Classic, and the games. I've tried a bunch of the games. I mean, I've played pretty much all these games except F Zero. Star Fox 2, which I did unlock. I haven't tried it out yet. And... Oh, God. There's probably one other one I haven't played. But, um... I've tried out a bunch of them. I'm pr- I've pretty much been playing Secret of Mana. And I've forgotten how grindy that game is. So... I definitely recommend this product to Nintendo fans. Um, You know... So many people like to throw and claim, like, why don't you just get a Raspberry Pi? Mm, yes. Yeah, I know this. Okay, I could have easily done that, too. It's one, I just didn't feel like it. Two, it's kind of not the same, in a sense. Even though this SNES Classic is an emulator and ROMs and all that. But it doesn't have that official Nintendo-ness. And um, it... it it's just a really cool device. Uh, the cords are much longer than the NES Classic. Thank God the cords are longer. It's I can actually comfortably sit away from my comp- computer or my TV and actually play. So that is a huge major plus to this device here. And um, it comes with two controllers, which is awesome. And yeah, it's like I said, definitely worth the eighty bucks if. If you were anything but a Nintendo fan or you've never played these Super Nintendo games and you have the money for for it, get it. It's definitely worth it. So even though there are less games than the NES Classic, there's probably more hours worth of content in these games. I mean, Final Fantasy 3, that's if you were to just go straight through the game and not even do everything in there, that's probably about 20 hours worth of content, maybe. No, because I'm I'm pretty sure I could probably beat it. I could probably beat it in ten to fifteen, but I know how to I know everything about the game. So, but if you knew nothing about the game, yeah, probably twenty to thirty hours. Uh, Secret of Mana. I'm like five hours in the game. I'm still in the beginning because I'm grinding. Earthbound. I know is a shit ton of hours. Super Mario RPG for about twenty hours worth of fun. Um, and just so so many other good games. Just I'm glad I got it. It was a fun adventure. I'm definitely paying for it. I ha- I drank three monsters yesterday, and when I was done with the third one, I'm like, "Oh my god, my heart is gonna explode! I think I might die." <laughs> I I was definitely feeling. I'm like, "Woo! I don't even think this is caffeine anymore. I don't even think it's keeping me awake. I think it's just keeping me, you know, from having a heart attack right now, or gonna give me a heart attack or something." But um, yeah, it it was it. I had a lot of fun and um, we all had a lot of fun. We're all glad we got one and it it was a fun experience. The last time I even did a midnight release was for Grand Theft Auto 5 for PS3 and I had never seen so many people for a game and it was insane. That, that was insane. But Grand Theft Auto 5, they had plenty of copies out there. So, yeah. So that, that was my adventure of the SNES Classic. Um, You know, it's, I'm, I'm loving it, and yeah, thanks, guys. Question and answer time from Lass. Did you sign up for MTG Arena Beta? If so, what will you be looking for in the application? 
Yes, I did sign up for the MTG Arena beta. And if so, what will you be looking for in the application? Um, I mean, pretty much everything it sounds like is just going to be an upgraded duels. Um, and there's going to be no trading. There's going to be stupid amounts of grinding, I can already tell. So I'm... I was really excited about it and I'm excited to play it. Don't get me wrong. Like I do want to play the application or MTG arena, but I'm getting less excited about it. And especially now that when the beta comes out next month, you have to sign an NDA and you can't stream it. Wizards is just fucking dumb for doing that. Just every fucking decision they make lately, especially regards to magic. It's just not smart. I mean, but what do I know? I'm just a lowly customer buying their product. So you know, who knows? I'm not the target audience or anything, but I mean, I I think it is going to be successful if, if they're going to try to make it emulate magic as much as possible. I think it'll be successful. I I have no doubts about that. It is also really depends if they really want to grab more of the MTGO crowd, they need to put other formats in it. They need to eventually put modern, you know, at least modern in it and maybe even commander. Um, Legacy might be a bit too much but you know i even hope they put legacy i want them just basically kill magic online because that product is such shit it's such a shit application but you know i'm not going to go into that again from abaddon is there a microphone you would recommend to a new youtuber podcaster to start with a microphone that i would recommend to a new youtuber or podcaster start out with uh the one that i use is an atr 2100 ours Takana or however the fuck audio technica however you say it um i've pretty much have had this microphone since i started the whole podcast and it's it does well i mean you, you know you will have to do some you know, EQing with it after post-production. And I definitely recommend a pop filter. But other than that, yeah, it's it's a perfect microphone to use. I mean, I love it. I have no complaints about it. From Jess, thoughts on Ixalan so far? My thoughts on Ixalan or I- Axalan or Izalan so far. Um, I didn't do a pre-release. I haven't drafted it. Hell, I haven't even fucking played it at all or anything like that. And so I don't really have any thoughts on it. I haven't even read the story. I'm just, I feel so out of touch with it that even though I opened up all the product, the artwork is pretty cool. I mean, I do like dinosaurs. It does make me want to build a dinosaur EDH deck. So yeah, I I know that answer kind of sucks. So I don't really have many thoughts on it. Sorry. All right. So that's the episode this week. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at mtgzubi at gmail.com or facebook.com slash magicwithzubi or twitter at magicwithzubi. Uh, we are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave a review. And, you know, I'm also on YouTube, also youtube.com slash Zubitron or search magicwithzubi. Uh, I guess that's about it. I uh, just want to thank you guys for listening and really appreciate it. And if you're actually planning on going to Grand Prix Atlanta, you know, hit me up on social media and let me know. Maybe, maybe we can do a little meetup or something. I don't know. Let me know. It's cool thought. So have a great night, everybody. Okay.